Let's get it. Welcome to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Chad Campton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up? What's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. I love to hear that. We have so very much to get into, including a Golden State winning streak. Yes, they may have found something out in the Bay. We're also going to touch on why LeBron James was in the same suite as Draymond Green at the Super Bowl on Sunday night. But first... The biggest game of the year happened on Sunday, and it was a classic. It was awesome. We have the last ever edition of Jack in the Box, Cooper. And we're also on a brand new schedule. Yeah. We're going to be posting Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central and Friday at 10 a.m. Central. We're going to get to that consistent posting schedule. Video is going to be out the same time as it is on Spotify. We're going to get consistent with it, and we're also going to have new shorts to go along with it. So make sure to set your timer. We're no longer Monday and Friday. It's Tuesday and Friday, and it's in the morning hour, and it's going to be there forever. So, back to Jack in the Box, though. I give Cooper an NFL statement, and he tells me if it is true or false. This is the final edition of the 23-2024 season. Cooper, tell me true or false. The Chiefs' Super Bowl was more about their defense than it was about Patrick Mahomes. True-ish. Mm -hmm. All right, hear me out. I'm here. It was about their defense and special teams, specifically special teams in this game. I'll get into that way later, but mm -hmm. both special teams in this game were critical mm -hmm. for both sides, but the Chiefs' defense did step up to the plate. Gotcha. I'm, I'm going to say true as well. I think their defense, they would have not won the Super Bowl with it. Th this team, it, it's crazy. I've never seen a team lead the league in penalties, lead the league in drops, and win the Super Bowl. And win Bowl. the Super Bowl. It's, yeah. it's, it's improbable. It's both Mahomes and the defense, but the defense did carry this team. Defense carried this team through the entire season, mm -hmm. not just the playoff run. But if, like you said, if they don't have that defense, no. it's, that's not even them. Yeah. They're not there. And, and they set the record in back-to-back -back Super Bowls for the youngest defense yeah. ever to win. Yeah. And it's it's crazy. Spagnuolo deserves a lot of credit. For sure. All right, second, true or false, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to catch – Tom Brady and Super Bowls to become the GOAT. No, false. He already is. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll get into that later, too. But, like, what Mahomes and Andy Reid have done, there is no debating. Like, he doesn't have to get seven. He probably will, mm -hmm. but he doesn't have to. I agree. He's not even 30 years old yet. No. He's got a decade. And he's got a 10-year ten, contract. Exactly. Like, I mean, it's not like he's going away anytime soon. Yes. Um, the only argument that can be made for that, and we'll talk about that later, Tom has a head-to-head. -head. Yeah. You know, I just – I can't see – the Chiefs win because of Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady's early years, it, they didn't win because of Tom Brady. They won because of their defense. They won because of their defense. Mm -hmm. Like, legend – I mean, that was the year Stephon Gilmore won Defensive Player of the Year. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, they had some elite, elite, elite defenses. The run games were elite back then, too. I mean – This is Mahomes' first elite defense this year. Yeah. Facts. And, I mean, it was his first elite defense with a massively mediocre receiving court. Yes, dude. Shout out to everybody that came to our Super Bowl party, by the yeah. way. That was so much fun. That was lit. So much fun. That was lit. Went much better than last year's. Yeah, it did I feel felt you. great this morning. Yeah, you were so responsible. I did know. You, did you do not fail anything this morning? No. Seriously? Hell yeah. Uh, all I did, did was drink water early? last night. So. Did anything happen after I went to uh, bed, quote unquote? No. Okay. No. I mean... I think we sat there and just talked for a little bit longer, but then I was like, all right, I'm about to fall asleep. So I, I, I kind of got that sense because Miranda felt so bad. She was like, go out there and be – I was like, babe, I've been with them all night. Like, yeah. I promise nothing's happening. Um, Cooper's about to fall asleep. Like, <laughs> I, I literally was – I almost didn't get up from the couch because I was like, dude, I just want to go to sleep. What I did miss is 
you on the phone with Alex. We won't get into that, what it was about. But those of you that listen to this podcast, our good friend Alex, we met his brand new girlfriend for the first time. And you know how it is, like meeting like your friend's girl. It's not like a size up, but it's like, all right. I want to, it's like being set up for a friendship, you know, it's like being set up for a friendship and she passed the test. She was great. She was great. And especially in that environment, like, yeah, that is, that's a hornet's nest to walk into. Yeah. First time, like his favorite teams in the Super Bowl. He's coming to a Super Bowl party three quarters in. Yeah. Like, I mean, dude, that's a tough environment. Beverages have been. Yeah. yeah, She took it like a chance. She's great. Yeah. Shout out to her. All right. Let's get back to Jack in the box. Let's go to the other side of things. We talked about the Chiefs a little bit. Let's talk about the Niners. True or false. Kyle Shanahan lost the game by choosing to take the ball first in overtime you know i'm gonna say false you know i've listened to a couple podcasts today already talking about this fact Mm -hmm. but if you look at it from the perspective not that he didn't know the rule Mm -hmm. take that out let's say he did this intentionally his defense was just on the field for a long drive at the end of that game and into regulation Mm -hmm. if you put them right back on defense who's saying the chiefs aren't exactly instantly scoring now i understand the argument you get to see what you have to do, and you get that chance to do an a two-point extra conversion. Down yeah. Yeah. You get an extra down on every single uh, set of chains. So, like, I understand that argument, but in the sense of his defense was just on the field for six and a half minutes, and they were gassed, yes. and you could tell that they were getting gassed. Drake Greenlaw, when he left that game, you saw the difference it made. I think it was the right call. It's just it was going to go under a lot of scrutiny with the players saying they didn't know the rule. Yeah, and I'm going to say false for a different reason, though. I just – Patrick Mahomes is going to win that game regardless. Yeah. And I think you and I can agree on that. Like you mentioned, the players not knowing the rule is an indictment on Shanahan. That is his fault. Andy Reid reminded his players every week, and that was the first thing they covered. And it made me feel a lot better about not knowing the yeah. rule because I, I was shocked. I, I knew that there was a rule change, but I had no idea. The NFL, it's so simple, and they refuse to fix it. College Go football. to college rules. It's so simple to understand, and it's not this bullshit of let's change something every yeah. two to three years because overtime is such an S show. Yeah. And what's not talked about, too, is the Super Bowl, it would not have ended in a tie, yeah. but an NFL game can still end in a tie. That's, that's three, garbage. Yeah, that's, that's, that's garbage. stupid. Like, if and, you're going to bring a new rule in just yes. for the playoffs, just do it for the entire season. Yes. Like, if you're going to keep the, this overtime, yeah. if you're going to keep it to where one team gets a possession unless a touchdown scored – which obviously they didn't do that for the playoffs, but like do that for every game. Don't just do it for the four games that people forget about. The only reason the Chiefs thoroughly knew about it is because they're the reasons it's in the play. Exactly. Because they beat the Bills and the Bills didn't even get a chance to score. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what was that, two years ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If the players are unsure of the rules, then the fans aren't going to know either. Facts. And Tony Romo and Jim Nance did a boo-boo job of explaining it. Because I literally, like, I heard them saying something, and I was like, okay, this makes sense, the Bills and Chiefs things, because Alex and I looked at each other and was like, I was like, is that what they're meaning? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when y'all were like, well, if they score here, like, it's over. And yeah. I was like, no, no, they just – and, like, they did a garbage job of explaining yeah. it, so we had to look it up. Well, like, they, they talked over everything. Yeah. And even the final call – Tony Romo's talking. Yes, and, and instead of – the magnitude of the moment was really, like – Taken the, away. Taken away because – we're, we're sitting there, and we're you and I are looking at each other like, they have two timeouts, and this clock is about to run out. Like, it's about to run out, and they still yeah, didn't even talk about it. No, I, I The think fact that Andy Reid had that much trust to not call a timeout, I think it was like they had finished the play, and there was like 12, 13 seconds 10, left. Yeah. yeah, and they just ran it all the way down to three or four. Because they did, they did pre, uh, pre-play movement, too. So, yes. like, they were not waiting. Like, cause you know how, like, on Madden, I know, like, I do this all the time, like, with the chew clock mm. thing. 
it if you have pre snap motion in the play, it'll like instead of putting shoot clock at like eight seconds, it'll give it to you at thirteen. Mm-hmm. So you have enough time to do the. I yes. was like, dude, they're just like. If they don't score here, the game's over. It was yes. about to be like a Georgia-Alabama SEC championship yeah. in. And it's, I was like, what is happening? Because yeah. They just had that much trust in Mahomes. That little yeah. triple option look that they kind of gave Dude. San Francisco was just incredible. Yeah. They were cooking them with the RPOs. Yes. And San Francisco could have gotten off. Those, like, fourth and one, there was, like, a third and two. Just Mahomes just taking it himself. Yeah. It, it's I'm incredible. telling you, Dre Greenlaw was going to be the one that was going to stop yes. Mahomes. And yes. that's the problem. Like, I don't know. I don't know who the linebacker was, and it, I'm not blaming him for the loss by the 49ers by no means. Um, but Dre Greenlaw in that first series, I looked at you and I said he has three tackles, yeah. and he has taken people's heads off. Everybody knew that play was not going to Pacheco. No. Reed's putting the ball in his best player's hands. Yeah, you give it to the goat. Yes, you give it to the goat. And on the other end, Chris Jones blew up oh a number gosh. of plays. The Chiefs really a couple years ago chose between Tyreek Hill and Chris Jones. It looks like they made the right decision. I know Tyreek has been going off for Miami, but they made the right decision because Chris Jones was all up in some. Chris shit. Jones, he stopped dominated. two plays that were going to be touchdowns. Literally, mm. he dominated. I mean, he earned a contract. Or yes. He earned his contract this year for but, sure. I mean, at the end of the day, the overtime rules. It's simple. Go to college. Even yes. college dumbed it down even more. Mm-hmm. They were like, all right, yeah. first series is normal. Mm-hmm. Second series, you got to go for two. After that, it's nothing but two-point nope. conversions. I would love that in the NFL. I would, too. I would love that. Yep. Like, do you know how much, like, OCs would be elevated even more in an overtime situation? Because, yeah. like, once you get to two-point conversions, you have to have five perfect plays. Absolutely. Perfect plays, like the Kansas City Chiefs ran last night. Oh, yeah. And they, they had them. They had they them had ready. It. They had them ready. It. All right, true or false, player-wise, Brock Purdy deserves most of the blame. Um, false. Uh, Trent Williams deserves more blame than I think Brock Purdy does. That, that offensive line was atrocious. I mean, we already said yeah. Chris. You're playing Chris Jones, so that's with a grain of salt. But, like, Trent Williams is, quote-unquote, the best left tackle in the league. He had a horrible false start, and then the very next play has a horrible holding call. Uh, that negated And he got nice, pancaked, too. Yeah, I mean, and he got trucked. So, yeah. like – I, I'm not blaming Brock Purdy. For the guy that was making fun of Brock Purdy, he was under a lot of distress the entire mm-hmm. night. Your best, the best player on the field and Christian McCaffrey fumbles on the opening drive, which really did set them back. I just feel like that's that's a lot of blame to put on one shoulder. I agree. It is false. I mean, this defense made the this year's MVP look bad. They held the Bills to 24 points. They held Miami's offense to seven. They, they He rent, went into a buzzsaw, and he still – he had no turnovers. Yeah. He did not have that back-breaking turnover, and he had 255 yards. Yeah. Like He did what was expected. The Niners can win a Super Bowl with that guy. Yeah, they can. I agree. I do. All right. Uh, final, final two. True or false, this is the most impressive Super Bowl of the Chiefs dynasty so far. This is true. True. I mean, look at the – Look at who they went Yes, through. at Buffalo, at Baltimore, and then the overall number one seed in the Niners. Yeah, and Crazy. then not even, like, go further than that. They were, they had a midseason skid where there was literally talks that the Broncos or the Raiders were going to win that division. Week 17, they get blown out by the Raiders. And you're sitting there and you're like, uh, are they going to make the playoffs? Because yeah. if they lost that division, they're not in the playoffs. Yep. So you're sitting there and there's a real conversation about that. Now, obviously, you and I sat there and we're like, dude, there's no way in hell Patrick Mahomes ain't making ain't the playoffs. No but and then it was road on or they were home favorites against the Dolphins. Then road dog, road dog, Super Bowl dog. Yep. How? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, this is this is one of the most impressive runs I've seen. I think so too. One of the impressive, most impressive in history. Yeah. This isn't a true or false one, but this is a final one of Jack in the Box, and we'll get to your questions. Um, best first, best. Who are you taking? This Chiefs dynasty team. You can add Tyreek Hill back to it. Are the best version of Tom Brady's Patriots. You can add Randy Moss in there. Hmm. You know, I've never actually thought of that. And, like, you know, some of the Brady stuff was happening, like, when we were younger, so we don't really fully remember it. But, I mean, because, like, if if you're taking pound for pound best team, part of me has to lean the Chiefs. And that might be biased because of, like, that's mm-hmm. our – that's the team that we're getting to watch. This is our Michael Jordan for us. So, I think – but pound for pound, just look at the athletes. Look at the specimen that Mahomes is. Um, like – and, and this is going to sound so bad because, and I love Tom Brady. I have the utmost respect for Tom Brady, and I think he, rightfully so, is in the GOAT conversation still. But, like, I don't know that in a game where my offensive line is breaking down, can Tom Brady make that same play that I watched Patrick Mahomes do yesterday? Like, where he gets out of it, scrambles for eight yards, and then on a fourth and one, he does an RPO and scrambles for eight yards. Mm-hmm. He busts out from the middle of the pocket on the run, 52 yard dot, granted. The DB was garbage in that play, but still, 52-yard dot. Like, I just don't know that Tom Brady's making that play. So, I think I'm going to have to lean the Chiefs. If they three-peat, I change my answer because yeah. three-peating has literally never been done in NFL history. Yeah, this is the set, uh, first back-to-back champion in 19 years. Since the Patriots. Since the Patriots. And I'm, I'm, I'm taking New England right now. I'm, I'm taking Belichick and that defense and then Brady and Randy Moss in his MVP year. And Gronk, you gotta remember yeah, Gronk. That, see, that was where yeah. I was about to be like, wait, yeah. Gronk was filthy. Yes. <laughs> and Chiefs three P. I'm ready to give the goat status to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He's the best I've ever seen. He's not the greatest of all time yet. Three P. And we're having another discussion. That's fair. You're gonna. It, it's just crazy how you and me don't talk all day. Like not because not because of lack <laughs> because, of trying. Yeah. Like you and I, it's just you and I are both, both busy for yeah. different reasons. Yeah. And somehow you and I are just always on the same. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you, half of these questions are gonna be eerily Dude, similar. Absolutely fine. Like so. Absolutely fine. Let's, let's uh, do it. I got six questions following the Super Bowl plus a bonus statement. Mm-hmm. Um, so similar. Let's do it. Uh, was Mahomes? Well, we'll start with was Patrick Mahomes deserving of this MVP, the Super Bowl MVP? And I can read a stat line while you're I, If Chris Jones would have fell on a fumble, if he would have got an interception, it, it's Chris Jones. But I think it was process of elimination. The back-breaking plays that Mahomes had, the no thought. Like, everybody watching that game last night knew that Patrick Mahomes was either going to get a field goal or a touchdown in mm-hmm. that fourth quarter. And they knew once the Niners kicked, went for three in overtime, they knew Patrick Mahomes was going to go win the game. Yeah. And that assumption deserves a Super Bowl MVP in itself, and he made play after play, so I'm going to say yes. Okay. Uh, you know, I was going to say no, and then I'm looking at these this box score. This man had 333 passing yards and 66 rushing yards. Yes. And look I at mean, the – I think it was – look at the completion percentage. He threw the ball 46 yeah. times, but it's an incredible completion percentage. 40, 46, per, uh, 46 attempts, 34 completions. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. Was that 70%? Um, insane. Yeah, he's cooking. Part, all right. I know they would have never done this. Mm-hmm. I know they would have never done this. But I'm sitting there, and we had two records broken in this Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, Jake Moody of the 49ers, 55-yard field goal was the longest in Super Bowl history, and then Harrison Bucker won up to him in the same game, 57-yard field goal 
longest in Super Bowl history. Harrison Bucker's five or four for four on the day. And then this punter, Tommy Townsend, is fifty one average punt yard. And they had that critical fumble punt or the muff punt mm-hmm. or whatever because it bounced off the dude's ankle, which is unfortunate, obviously. But like I just felt like special teams were so critical in this game that even like I just feel like Mahomes was awesome, yes. And it goes to a quarterback, but I just feel like there were so many other deserving pieces, including a Chris Jones, including the kicker punter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just felt like there were so many other people that I probably would have voted for. Mm-hmm. Now I understand MVP. You're typically going to the mm-hmm. to the quarterback. Like I mean, it, it is what it is. But I just felt like there were so many guys that you sat there and you're like, man, they just made a critical. If play. it's quarter one through three, you have to give it through someone else. But yes. that fourth, that fourth and qu- that fourth yeah. in overtime, it's. I agree. Yeah, just special play after special play, and. He that what he picked up cerebrally like Dan Orlovsky said it this morning. He came in as like a phenom, like a, just a specimen, and like self admitted, I didn't know how to read defenses. He went from a phenom to a savant, and just yeah. the way he reads defenses oh. and like pre snap pickups were incredible. The amount of like they would have bunch formation and the amount of just like stick plays where he had that ball out before they even turned yes, around dude. because he saw the coverage mm-hmm. dropping off of the the little short dump off or he saw them dropping they come down and so he just drops it over his hot like the amount of times I watched him do that cuz he just started eating them a lot. Yeah. When, when Dre Greenlaw left that game he went to the side that Fred Warner was not on. Absolutely. And he said, y'all aren't guarding this. Mm-hmm. And he saw every single play, he saw exactly where he was going with the ball before everything. Now, another guy that I do feel deserves a lot of credit was just Miko Hartman. And that's the thing. I was sitting there, I'm like, man, there's so many dudes that contributed to this win. And, I mean, Travis Kelsey still had oh, 10 yeah. catches 100 mm-hmm. yards, basically. Yeah. I mean, he was awesome in the fourth quarter in overtime. Like, that was the thing. I felt like – Take away fourth quarter and overtime, which they probably don't win if you don't have fourth quarter and overtime. Mm-hmm. It just went to a lot of other people. Exactly. And that's why I felt like it was – they just gave it to give it. But at the end of the day, he was awesome. Yes, he was. Regardless of what we say. Absolutely. Question number two. Did this cement Andy Reid and Patrick's legacy as best quarterback coach duo? Not yet. Not yet? Three Pete, do it. Man, part of me really wants to say yes. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, just – the sheer will that they have had since he started in this league. Yes, they haven't been to the Super Bowl every year, but like he's only lost three times, mm-hmm. or one Super Bowl and then two conference championships. So like, all I need to see is the longevity and health yeah. is going to be the only facts. All right, so you're not ready to say it. I think I'm going to go ahead and give it. I, I think I have to. Like, Andy Reid was practically written off yeah. until he came to the Kansas City Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes is him and Patrick Mahomes have just been like a match made in heaven. Yep. Uh, but obviously, I agree. There's probably going to be a lot more that we're going to see. But at the end of the day, this kind of leads me to my next one. If you had to pick a number of rings Patrick Mahomes gets in his career, where are you putting it at? So Tom Brady obviously has seven. I'm putting it at eight. Putting it at eight. Just one more. I'm putting it at eight. I'm putting it at eight. I was like, he's going to get one more, and I think because you got to think Joe Burrow's going to get back there one day. I believe. I believe Joe Burrow can beat him again. I think Josh Allen is finally going to get over that hump one day. Um, and I'd even CJ Stroud. I'd probably throw CJ Stroud in there. I feel like there there's quarterbacks capable of doing it. It's just going to take a perfect storm to beat this Chiefs team. I think Pat will play until he's at least forty. Mm-hmm. So that's twelve years from now. I think he can get five more. I agree. You know, I agree. I mean, he's going at like a sixty percent sixty percent rate right yeah, now. Exactly. So I mean, or fifty percent rate. I mean, he's cooking right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of already hit on this, but question number four: of the three rings that he has, which is the most impressive? This one, for, I agree. 
this, this one. one. I mean, you look at the gauntlet they went mm. through. I mean, we've hit on this yeah. every single week. We're like, how yes. are they? How are they yeah. doing this? How are they underdogs? <laughs> yes, like, it's insane. Um, this one kind of is an overarching question for both teams. Well, if you had to pick right now, will either of these teams be in the Super Bowl next year? I think they got to both be the favorites. I think, yes, I, I think they both could be. I think it could be a rematch again. They're, the, the Niners aren't going to – they're going to have to make some decisions roster-wise, but Brock Purdy is good enough with the weapons around him to make another Super Bowl run. I don't trust the Eagles. I don't trust the Cowboys. We'll see with the Niners – or with the Lions, excuse me. Mm-hmm. The Packers, I think they got hot at a good time. I don't yeah. trust them. Uh, and then the AFC – it's Patrick Mahomes than everybody else. He doesn't even deserve to be in a Lamar Jackson argument, a Joe Burrow no. argument. I mean, it's him and everybody else. Yeah. Him and Tom Brady are at the top of this mountain, and everybody's below. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm hesitant on the Niners. I am hesitant on the Niners. I think that defense played the best it's played all season, and that scared me. I think they just got elevated to the game. Um, but they had not played good all year. Greenlaw injury killed them. Their safety not playing killed them. Yeah, they had a lot of injuries, but I just felt like Nick Bosa was a man possessed in that game. This was their best chance. It was their best chance. They'd been riddled by injury the past couple years, and now, like, yes, they were banged up, but they had it. I mean, a 10-point victory. Mahomes, he had this soundbite after the game with Chris Berman. He was like, we kind of need that 10-point deficit. Just kind of, like, wake us up a little bit. And Kelsey's like, I love it. Yeah. Like, it makes me fired up, and I'm like, God, this is insane. Yeah, the I fact mean, that they're this comfortable in the biggest game with 200 million people watching is yeah. just yeah. – I just I, – I, I'm confident, and I will say it, the Chiefs can be back in the Super Bowl next year. Even if that nothing changes on their roster, I think they can be back in the yes, Super Bowl. I do too. The, I'm, I'm hesitant on the Niners. Uh, I the just three don't beat know. noise is going to be really loud, though. Oh, dude, do you know every single team – dude, you're going to have teams even like the, the Jets – and, well, I guess the Jets are going to be good with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have just garbage teams just coming in there trying to beat you. Yes. Because you're a 3 P. And C.J. Like Stroud it, in his second year. Yes. I mean, it's going to be all these guys. Because you're the you're the pedestal. Mm-hmm. You're what everybody's trying to attain. So you're going to have that target on your back. A healthy and, Bengals team. Yeah. And that is another thing. Like, this team's only getting one year older. Chris Jones is getting older. Travis Kelsey's getting older. The rest of them are young, which is good, though. Yeah. The rest of the squad's young. So the rest I'll be of that interested. defense is young, too. LeJarius Sneed and um, – they got to resign him. Yeah, McDuffie is special. McDuffie's 22, yeah. so he's there for yeah. a while. McDuffie's he's still on his rookie special. deal. But I think the Chiefs can definitely be back. I'm hesitant on the 49ers. I just don't know what team I'm putting there, so I'm probably sticking with you, and I think, yeah, I got you. they can both be mm-hmm. rematch. Question number six, did Brock Purdy do enough to get a big extension? Yes, yes. I, I think nobody walked away from that game been like, he was the reason they lost. Uh, he deserves an extension. He showed he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. It wasn't a complete choke job. He showed up, performed, and whatever whatever the cost is, you give it to him. I agree. I agree. Oh, um, he's coming around. Look, he's coming around. Look, there is a lot of arguments to be made that I believe, and yeah. I've said it numerous times, Christian McCaffrey deserved the MVP this season. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say it. If it's not a quarterback award, it was going to Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey lost them that game more than Brock Purdy did. That fumble on the very first drive going to the red zone literally crushed the entire momentum they had going. Because you go down and you score like that on them, yeah. that is a backbreaker. And the psychological warfare with the coaches, because it, it takes years to build trust and seconds to lose it. Yes. And if you know that he's got a little fumble ball going, you are hesitant to run Give the it ball. To him. And yeah. now, and hold on. I don't want this to be like, 
Oh, Cooper's just saying it was Christian McCaffrey's fault. Christian McCaffrey had like 180 all-purpose yards. By no means am I blaming him. He deserves more blame than Brock Purdy. That offensive line deserves more blame Mm -hmm. than Brock Purdy. Kyle Shanahan deserves more blame than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy shouldn't even be in the conversation for taking blame. Mm -hmm. And by no means. Because there were some passes that were uh, messed up by Chris Jones or some other guy on the Kansas City front line. But he still almost threw the ball to a completion, and his guys didn't catch yes. it. Like, there was a few that Debo, the ball's in your hands. What was my mm-hmm. famous saying? If you touch that ball, you come away with it, because mm-hmm. that's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. And I was taught that in sixth grade football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. what do you think they say in the NFL? Now, I understand it, you can't catch them all. But, like, he did enough to win that game. I just don't think the guys around him did enough to win that game. I agree. You want to hear something crazy is fourth quarter and overtime, they had nine first down attempts, like on first down, nine plays. They had five yards. And those Total? Were, yes, and those nine plays combined. Jeez. They were in third and 12, third, third and 14. nine. Yes, yeah. just horrible situations. And Purdy, like, again, did not commit that turnover. But like you said, McCaffrey was not getting shit on first down. No. they and, were, and, and partly it's because of looks. Spag would throw yeah. seven in the box on first down. But, and to me, that's, that's, that's Purdy's next stage in progression. Like, I, I agree he should get a contract. But he needs to show that next level, and the crazy that, thing that is Prescott level progression. Like read the defense, be like, "Oh, I'm checking out of this." Second year starting, yeah. that's the wild thing, and that's it. what's crazy. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna get there because, mm-hmm. like, after you've seen it, like I guarantee you, he's gonna go to the film room and be like, "All right, mm-hmm. we gotta get to this next thing. I need to be able to see what they're doing pre-snap mm-hmm. so that we don't run into a eight-man front." Yeah. We can play out of this and get somebody wide open Gar- and move on from there. Garoppolo is one of those guys you win in spite of. Purdy is one of those guys you win because of. Yeah, you know, I think so it's too. that it's that simple. I think so too. And lastly, this bonus uh, thing I mentioned it last night, and I'm just gonna mention it again because why not? Talk to me. And on August 28th, 2023, you and I had our X factors for the NFC. Oh yeah, I bet we were right on with everything, weren't we? <laughs> I don't know about all the other guys, Not at all, all the other teams, but I, for the San Francisco 49ers, I looked at you and I said, this is more just because I wanted to. Yeah. Because you look at this team, like, obviously McCaffrey's going to be an X Factor. Right. Obviously. You can go up and get Leo, bro. Yeah. You can. Oh, oh I can't. We can't. We can keep getting it. Letting the girlfriend in. Let it happen. <laughs> locking, locking the door out of uh, muscle memory. I love you, Leah. It won me. It won me. It won me. But we are in the middle of the pod. Anyways. All right, back to what I was saying. Back so to the regular schedule program. Uh, we had X Factors for every NSC team, and I looked at you and I was like, obviously the clear cut, the X Factor for this team is going to be Brock Purdy or it's going to be Debo or it's going to be Kittle or it's going to yep. be McCaffrey. Boza, the list goes on and on and on. Fred Warner. It was Juwan Jennings. It was Juwan Jennings. <laughs> For the most of that game, it was Juwan Jennings. But I looked at you and I said, Jack, this team had a veteran kicker, mm-hmm. a guy that was clutch. He could hit it from anywhere on the field, any time in the game, not phased at all. Veteran kicker and Robbie Gould. They spent the very first draft pick they had in the NFL draft on a rookie kicker, yeah. Jake Moody. And I said, he will be the X Factor. For better or for worse, because you win, you win playoff games because of a kicker, and you can lose playoff games because of a kicker. He was cooking this right when that shit got blocked 
I turned to Jared Bennett and was like, that is effing huge. And surely they would have won the game. And he was was awesome. He was awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. give him all the credit that is due. He was awesome. Mm -hmm. But the blocked kick is going to come back to haunt them. Because think about it. It's a four-point game. They have to score a touchdown. Yeah. But he was three for three on field goals. I have to give him credit. He was cooking. Yeah. And he set a record until it was broken (laughs) all of five minutes later. But I I just thought it was funny that, for one out of every 100 takes I have, I'm, I somehow managed to hey, hit the nail on the head. You deserve flowers for that one, for sure. I tried. If, oh, if only they had won this game and he won Super Bowl MVP, like no. this would be so much sweeter. Yeah, imagine. Man, take, they're take, never giving it to him. No shot. They're never no shot. You remember uh, that better on Chris's show bet uh, Evan McPherson MVP? He literally put money on that. Dude, if they, uh, if they would have put money on Chris Conley, won an MVP, I would have. <laughs> Uh, Chris Conley deserves praise. Mitch Wisnowski deserves Jawan praise. Jenny. Jake Moody. Jawan, was Jawan a, Jennings he, he was, was cooking. MVP, actually. Um, and then you go to the Chiefs side, Harrison Butker and Tommy Townsend. I mean, the special teams were elite, elite. This yeah. game was a defense special teams game. Don't look at the stats and be fooled. That's like, true. the entire game, I sat there and was like, dude, this is – like literally Iowa football. <laughs> it, it was that first half was a sleeper, and then that fourth quarter in overtime was Legendary. absolute classic. Legendary. Speaking of flowers that I was just giving you, uh, you can leave flowers for Valentine's Day. What's your plans outside of taking her out? Uh, I'll probably get her flowers. Oh, nice. It's the one time of the year I get flowers. Nice. I gotta f- flowers mean nothing. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta figure out something because uh, Miranda's parents, like she's kind of like planting seeds, yeah, saying stuff, but hadn't fully, but hadn't fully said it. So I'm having to get her work addressed, so I can send flowers there. Yeah, that's it's, so sad. It's crazy. <laughs> that is so sad. I know it's unfortunate. She's about to tell her sister, uh, her twin though. So I'm happy about that. There you go. Anyways, one step at a time here. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. Five year later, baby steps. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, laid we, all the groundwork. Now we have to baby steps. It's, out it's of the literally was baby steps for four years, and then just like an absolute nuke. <laughs> yes, I love uh, it. Yeah, that, yeah. that is six questions. Dude, all those were effing fire. Because they Great. were the exact same things. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude. I'm all telling it, you, dude, we are the same way. It was tad different angles. It was all good, and that was no better way to spend 30 minutes like talking about the Super Bowl to yeah. wrap up that NFL season. Great season. Yeah, it, it so was an amazing things. season. And I, I was thinking as they were raising the Lombardi and we were you know listening to music, watching Alex, I was like, all the times throughout the NFL season, we thought the Niners were untouchable to start 5-0. and and then the Eagles were just 10-1. and one. We're like, damn, they could. They yeah. could. And then Dallas looked untouchable right at the beginning at 2-0. and oh, They lose to the Cardinals. And then they make another appearance where they had that like week, week stretch from like week 10 to week 15. We're like, yeah. oh, shit, Dallas, it could Cooking. be their year. Yep. And then it was Baltimore. They go into San Francisco late in the year on Christmas and Bravo. blow out San Francisco. We're like, this Baltimore team's untouchable. And then Buffalo wins six in a row. They they went in the wild card round handily, and they host Kansas City. It was like, Buffalo looks like the clear team out of the AFC now. No, it's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yep. When in doubt. Yep. Cover. Cover. And ending. Cover and ending. NBA also been going on. It has. It has. We're going to play a little big deal or no deal, a little Monday tradition. We're Love also going to do a playoff checker as well. Bring it. Big deal or no deal. I teased the Warriors to open up the podcast. Mm-hmm. They've won four straight, and they are seven and three in their last ten. So Cooper, big deal or no deal? The Warriors are seven and three in their last ten. 
Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, simply because of how low they were in the rankings, uh, po- yeah. like pre this run, and they're not beating like scrubs. It's not like they're playing the Grizzlies two times in this stretch. Like you, you beat the Suns. Yep. The Suns are a good basketball team. Like no, don't no doubt about it. That so. that ending to that game, legendary. Everybody saw the Curry game winner, but the play before, Booker was just hot streak. Eight straight points, and then Beal gets a wide open step back three, and I'm like, this is the way the Suns are supposed to operate. Like, all right, kick out to a Bradley Beal for a wide ass open three. Like that's it's what. Unfair. Yeah, it's unfair. How do you guard that? Exactly, they miss it, get the rebound, and they have a rookie inbounding the ball. I don't know how to pronounce a white kid's Brandon name. Brandon Pod- Podzimski or something yes, like that. Yeah. And he just throws just enough of a pass where Curry spins around and shoots a 30-footer and drains it. It's just incredible. It, I, I Like, you look at that pass and you're like, that is such a garbage pass. But then you look at it again and you're like, wait. Yeah. He put that ball only yes. where he knew Steph Curry was about to catch that. No. Like, he literally put it where it's either Steph Curry or it's going out of bounds. Yes. Like, so we're either dying by Steph Curry shooting mm-hmm. this ball or we're dying by it out of bounds. And, I mean – when yeah. Steph plants his foot, grabs, spins, I was like, oh, hell. Oh, yeah. It's in. <laughs> Sounds to, like it's in. It, yeah, for sure. To answer the question uh, specifically, I'm going to say big deal. And I'm going to get into why, because I don't think it has to do with this season. They're not winning anything this season. Mm-hmm. But the fact a day later, I see LeBron James. I knew this was coming. In the same suite as Draymond Green. This was coming. LeBron is looking at the rest of the season objectively. And saying, "Where's my best opportunity to win a championship?" Memphis. I've made the, I've made the argument that Golden State makes more sense because it's close to his son, Bronny James. If yeah. he decides to play another year in college, which he should. Yeah, which he should. He doesn't have him. He should play three more years in college. Steph and Curry, they need each other for an NBA championship. I've said that a million times, but the fact that Golden State slips into the playoffs, even gets a first round victory like they did last year, I think that's enough of a case to say, "Hey, LeBron." We're just an LBJ away from another title run, yeah. you know, because the Knicks are there. No matter what they do, they're, they're probably going to win a first-round series, and they can say, hey, LeBron, like, we just yeah, need you, ready. bro. Yeah, Golden State has to be eye-to-eye, and I think them going on this little run, if they can continue it after All-Star break, will say a lot. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you've said it a lot, and the more and more you say it, the more I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense at this point. I mean, sadly, if you can't beat them, join them. Exactly. Like, at the end of the day, both of these guys, we've tried the LeBron being the superstar and having another superstar mm-hmm. with him. Like, it's, it ain't working anymore. You got to go to the only guy that works perfectly with you. Yes. And back to the game you were talking about with um, Stephen Curry hitting that game winner, there was some words, Draymond Green and Yusuf Nurkic. I don't know oh, if really? you saw no, this. I didn't see this yes. Part. So, Draymond Green and Nurkic gave each other the too little on back-to-back possessions, and they were smacking the ground. And if you keep in mind, Nurkic was the last person that Draymond Green punched and got that 12-game suspension. Yeah. Nurkic, after that, said, you know what? He deserves another chance. Came out and fended for Draymond Green. Well, after this game, Nurkic, everybody's rushing to him about, you know, seeing the trash talking with him and Draymond. He goes, I rescind everything I say, you know, in his European accent. He doesn't deserve another chance. He hadn't changed one bit. He's going to knock out somebody else. This is what he said word for word. Draymond Green, of course, is, gets asked about it and takes like a 30-second pause. And he was like, well, he can ride on that same effing donkey that he rode in here on with that loss. Steph Curry gets asked about it and calls Yusuf Nurkic idiotic, and it just goes on and on. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? 
You sub Nurkic out of all people. Of uh, all people is how is he getting under this game? Yes, I know. I mean, like mm-hmm. Yusuf Nurkic is like not a good enough basketball player to be able to get under something. Oh, I know. Like that. But like Draymond but, was like, I thought it was my best game. I thought I was just telling a lie. He had like fifteen, eight, and seven or whatever. But, yeah, but let's funny. be real. Yeah. Do we really believe that Draymond? He changed? ain't changed a bit, bro. Like, don't tell me that literally a twenty-eight day like. Leave of absence changed Draymond. No, he ain't Draymond changed. Green ain't changing. It's dude. I, as an Ole Miss fan, and this is a weird tangent to take, but bear with me. As an Ole Miss fan, Marshall Henderson was one of the most hated basketball players in college basketball. But I loved him because he was on the Memphis, or because he was on Ole Miss. If he was on another team, I, I couldn't stand it. Exactly. Draymond Green is only liked by the people that root for that team. Yeah. And it's because if if he was on any other team. He would be just as much hated by them as he is anybody else. And Memphis showed interest in him. That's the reason he got the four-year $100 million. I don't know if Draymond would have ever came. No. But I think he leveraged that Grizzly situation and their interest to get a four-year deal from the Warriors. Yeah, because the one team the Warriors did not want to lose to would be us. I think that would be it. Absolutely. All right, that was just the first one of Big Deal or No Deal. I love it. We got three more. Um, Big Deal or No Deal, the Bucks are 2-5 and under Doc Rivers. This is still no deal. I mean – you and I sat there with the Clippers. This is the easiest comparison to make. They trade for James Harden, instantly bad. Everybody's like, "Oh hell, they're gonna be horrible." And I'm sitting there. I'm like, "We need we need longer a longer sample size than like five games." And then now, what yeah. are they like? Twenty eight and five. And we noted this last week. Start on a five game road trip. Yeah, no, and, and he it starts can, at Denver. That's like, such a weird time to come in. Af- if after the All Star break they're yes. still bad, yeah. now we're talking. Limp to All Star break, regroup, recalibrate, and I want them to come out with a bang. You know, yes. in February as we get in March. And here. remember, this is still a team that really ain't played like a whole two hundred games together. They've played forty games together. Yes. Like, and then you add Pat Bev to it. And, like, I just feel like there's still so many moving parts. Facts. Like, after the All-Star break, you give me 10 games, sure, we'll talk. Yeah. Then it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. If they're still – if they're 2-8, and eight, yeah, that's a big deal. Because mm-hmm. they're not going to be – they won't win a champ. They won't win a championship. No. And which is what they're trying to do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, no. Doc Rivers has had seven games. You, you and I agree. No deal. This next one is interesting, though. Boston Celtics are still the number one team in the Eastern Conference. Half of the Celtics' losses have come from – Western Conference teams, keep in mind they play less West yeah. teams than East, but half of their losses have come from the West. Big deal or no deal? No deal. Uh, this is, at the end of the day, you're going to play one West team in the playoffs, and mm. it's going to be for all the marbles. So I'm not, I'm not batting an eye. I'm saying it's a big deal for a good reason. They have been dominant against the East. Yes. So as far as getting to fair, the NBA fair. Finals, cool. Fair. I they're, like that. They're going to be fine. Last one. The Lakers' five-game – or excuse me, the Lakers' five games in February have been their best defensive stretch of the season. Big deal or no deal? This this is probably a big deal. You got to remember last year around this time the Lakers were practically rode off. Yes, and then they started ramping it up right before the All Star break, and then they ramped it up even more after the All Star break. This is a big deal simply because if they can find a way to just limp to the yes. playoffs. Like, you have so many teams in the Western Conference right now, like the Grizzlies, uh, Spurs. I'm blanking on other teams. But, like, you have teams that there's no shot they're making mm-hmm. anything. Yep. So, like, if you can just limp, get into a playoff series, and then I trust a LeBron James-Anthony Davis lineup, 
you're going to be fine. So if they're ramping it up now, that's the perfect time to do it. I think so, too. They can, this team can still win a playoff series and maybe make it the conference finals. They're not yeah. going to the NBA finals or anything like that. But defense will definitely help them in half-court basketball. And it shows that there's still a pulse on this team. They can make some playoff yeah. noise. Because remember, this is a big team. That is yes. a big team. That is a big team. And LeBron James and Anthony Davis are going to give you a shot yes. on any given night. Exactly. For sure. Uh, speaking of the playoffs, though, let's play a little playoff checker, New York Knicks edition. Bloody you asked for it last week. We're I getting it here. Playoff checker. So you tell me, Cooper, who would win in a seven-game series, the New York Knicks or the Philadelphia 76ers? I'm going Knicks. Taking the Knicks as well. Knicks or Pacers? Knicks. By the way, Joel Embiid, I don't care if he plays or not, I'm still taking the Knicks. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, those were potential first-round matchups. Let's go second round. Knicks or Cavs? Knicks. Taking the Knicks. Knicks or Heat? Knicks. Knicks. All right, conference finals territory. Knicks or Bucks? Knicks. You got to remember who's on the who's coaching for the Bucks now, Mr. Chokinzel. I know. I, honestly, I'd prefer it to be three-one Bucks lead than the Knicks are for sure. <laughs> I, I'm. <laughs> I'm still taking Damon Giannis right now. Give me the Bucks. Final one. Final one. Knicks or Celtics? Celtics. All right. You and I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. Conference finals is very plausible, though. This team this team would be a fun conference finals. Could you imagine? Yes. Knicks-Celtics again? Mm-hmm. Two of the greatest home court advantages we've seen. Mm-hmm. And then two of just, like, the most long, like, as far as I can go back to remember, yes. like, historic teams. Like, oh, that would yeah. be such a fun conference finals. Be fire, bro. Yeah, absolute fire. I got nothing else NBA-wise. Some little TikToks once we get done recording this. I mean, the only thing I know NBA-wise is the fact that Gigi Jackson's not playing. <laughs> yeah, the fa- that's peculiar because Why, dude? Gigi, whenever he broke Kobe's record last week and had 27, youngest player to ever reach that total, he it was like a little passing comic because I'd watched his post game and was like, he's like, shout out Kobe, man. This is so special to do. And he was like, all this really started for me after my meeting with Zach Kleiman, and I was like, when the hell did Zach Kleiman meet with you, and why was that? And he had just, he continued to talk. He was like, yeah, it was after my fourth fine at the beginning of the season, and Zach wanted to meet with me, and ever since I had that meeting, I fixed my off-the-court stuff, and now I feel like that's translating to on-the-court. I'm glad you guys are getting to see the results. I'm like... That's the one thing I hate about my team. Nothing's published. No, I would have no, no idea that Nothing. he's been fined multiple times yeah. unless he said that as a passing comment in a postgame interview. And he probably – Zach probably pulled him aside and said, don't say that yes. to people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't tell them our business. Because yeah. the Grizzlies, like, for better or for worse, they are one of the most tight-lipped organizations I've ever, like, seen in my yeah. life. Which is a good thing in some cases because trades never get lit. Yeah. Z- um, Zach's meeting with Ja before – like this time last year, never got leaked until after his second suspension. Because yeah. obviously, because he said yeah. we had a conversation, and I thought this was nipped in the bud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the only reason we knew about mm-hmm. it. Because he said I'm frustrated <laughs> yeah. because of we've mm-hmm. already had this conversation. Why is this still a thing? Speaking of job, I put this on my Instagram story today. Yes, I saw it. I watched it on your. Instagram Did you story. watch yes. the end of it? Yes. Like, wasn't that just beautiful? Please <sighs> mean it. Please oh, mean it, boy. The, the fact, like, it was. So those of you who don't know what we're talking about, he had his AAU tryouts over the weekend. He's still in a sling, and it was 7th and 8th grade boys he was speaking to. One, I didn't even know he's going to be at tryouts because I figured that, yeah. But he actually showed up, and at the end of it, he gave a speech, and he 
basically told them to stay, like told these kids to stay the course. He goes, he looked up at the parents and that the kids was like, everyone in this room knows what I've been through the past year. I've been in trouble twice. Now I'm having a season ending injury. And once he said that, he was like, stay the course because you guys are what gives me happiness right now. The reason I made those mistakes is because I was not taking care of myself. Yeah. And I've never. He's never admitted that. Yes, he's never admitted that. Press conference has always been tad bit standoffish. Yeah, I'm how fine. Can I, yeah, I how don't can, have a drinking problem. Yeah, how can I answer these questions as quickly as possible? The Jalen Rose thing was completely staged. Now it felt like, okay, it has sunk in. Because yeah. you and I sat here. Whenever it got announced about his shoulder surgery and he was going to miss the rest of the season, we didn't give a fuck about his recovery process, if he's going to come back as Ja. We all know that's true, and he's going to attack that. Yeah. It was how does Ja Morant handle being six months court. away yeah. from basketball yet again? Yeah. Is he going to Puerto Rico? No, he's been with the team. Like, that May to June range, I'm still really concerned yeah. whenever the Grizzlies are not playing basketball and he doesn't have a Friday night game to show up to. Thanks. I think hopefully that'll be ramp up time enough where he's going to be like super locked in on rehab, yeah. but we shall see. That that um, speech made me feel a lot better about things. Facts and the I mean he's he's he said exactly everything that we were like, dude, you're a mentor to young kids. Yes. Like every kid you look at in Memphis, they love Ja. Mm -hmm. Like Ja is a phenom superstar, mm -hmm. um, and like him just being like stay in school, yeah. be smart. You got to have a degree to get to college. Mm -hmm. Like you got like saying all these things like simple things that. Yeah, everybody knows that. But, like, mm -hmm. for him to be, like, the one to say it is important. But, yeah. like, uh, I think – it what is it in Charlotte where he's from or is he South Carolina? It's South Carolina. Because yeah. we played Charlotte mm -hmm. the night before those tryouts, I think. So yeah. he probably just stayed. That makes sense. And went down to South Carolina. And it's, it's dope that he showed up because a lot of these players, like – Paul George has a team. Russell Westbrook yeah, has a team. Go. None of these guys go to trials. No. It was just they just cool get they just give their shoes to these exactly. kids. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was just cool that he was there and yeah. Nike's still backing him and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty dope to see. And he sure. and he said we're gonna run the circuit. Hell yeah. Which she do you think? Seven hundred eighty three. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Shit. It's crazy. Anyways, I think that's all we got NBA wise. That's all. Ready to nail up these TikToks later. Yes sir. All right, let's do it. We'll be back here Friday at ten a.m. We fully consistent now. Let's get it. Y'all have a great, great week.